This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to talk to you about how to heal with your timeline. It's funny that I talk a lot about conscious mind, unconscious mind integration. I talk a lot about bridging the gap. I talk a lot about these wonderful tools that I use, but I've never really actually talked about what that is and how it works. So I thought it's probably time for me to introduce you to one of the main tools I use and teach in my trainings, my private practice, and how powerful this can be in your own healing journey. So why is this important? This is important because working with your timeline allows you to work consciously with your unconscious mind and create conscious unconscious integration. We'll go through why that's so important. This is important because it allows for the processing of trauma without the need to relive the pain. This is something that a lot of people don't realize is even an option. And this is important because being able to neutralize past stuck emotions helps create more choice and wholeness in your life which is kind of the goal of every spiritual and healing pursuit. Now, when it comes to healing emotional trauma, emotional wounds, stuck emotions, the mainstream way of dealing with it is what we call desensitization or exposure therapy. This is a type of therapy where you use your thinking self, your conscious mind, to think about traumatic events in the past, to reimagine that you are living them again, while a practitioner eases you through the inevitable tidal wave of emotions that will come up when you relive a past trauma with the hopes of processing it. Exposure therapy is very content specific. You go into a very specific memory and you relive it over and over again. And it takes a long time because the first few times you relive it, it's traumatizing to go back into that space again. You're going to have a lot of emotions and feel what you felt at the time, and it's going to take some time to get whatever it is you need to learn from it to allow it to neutralize on its own. Because re-traumatization is so common during this process, meaning you have to relive the moment in order to try to heal the moment, a lot of people don't complete the therapy, which leaves the trauma sort of a little better, but not really actually gone. So it's still running in the background. Now it's just even deeper underground. Timeline therapy doesn't require a conscious recollection of a trauma, which means that it's content-free. It allows us to learn what we need to learn to process and reframe anything traumatic. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything big. A trauma for a child can be something that an adult sees as just a normal everyday occurrence. All of us pick up traumas. All of us pick up wounds in our lifetime as we bang into other silly human beings on this crazy planet of ours. So all of us have some sort of a trauma. And the ones that are big that we remember We think that we either have to walk through the pain and relive again or find a way to push it down. With timeline therapy, because it's content-free, because it's working symbolically, the change happens rapidly without the re-traumatization that happens during exposure therapy. In fact, re-traumatization is literally impossible during timeline therapy, which is why I love it so much. So what is a timeline? Your timeline is your unconscious mind's symbolic representation of the passing of time for you. 
is how you're able to know the difference between five years ago, 10 years ago, five years from now. Somehow that information just seems to come to us from different directions. So for example, I imagine if I were to ask you to point to your past, that you would point to your left or your right or in front of you or behind you or up, down or in some direction relative to your body. So let's actually play a game. So I'd like you all to actually point to where your past is. Go ahead and point to your past and notice that direction. Cool. Awesome. Now, I want you to go ahead and point to your future. And where would you point? Fabulous. Now, can you notice how those two directions can be connected by a line? That line, that is your timeline. And it is unique to every single individual. Some people's timelines are left to right. Some are front to back. I've seen ones that form a U or an L. I've heard of swirly ones and twirly ones and corkscrew ones and all sorts of interesting things. And the cool thing about your timeline is that however you imagine it's perfect because it's your unconscious mind, symbolic representation of the passing of time for you. Therefore, it's always perfect. Now, what's really interesting about the timeline is that there are certain traits associated with people who have their timeline that go inside their body versus those who have their timeline where it's outside their body completely. So when you're imagining your timeline that connected the two directions, check and see, did that line go inside of your body anywhere or is it completely outside of your body? If it went inside your body at any point, you're called in time because your timeline goes inside of you. People who are in time, people whose timelines are inside their body tend to be much more associated in the moment. They very much live for the present. And because of that, they kind of tend to struggle more with being on time because everything is just now for them. They're very present. They are much more likely to get involved in a project and completely forget to eat or go to the bathroom. Eastern culture is very much more skewed to this type of timeline. You don't see it as much in Western culture, although it's still very prominent. And people who are in time, when asked to describe a movie, they'll tend to describe the general theme of the movie. Now, if your timeline does not go inside your body, if it's outside of your body, even if it's touching it, but completely outside, you are what we call through time, because you literally see through all of time. When your timeline is inside your body, there is a moment where you can't see it because you're in it. And through time, you see all of it. So people who are through time tend to be more disassociated, meaning that they're not really in the present all the time. They're thinking about the past. They're thinking about the future. They're thinking, thinking, thinking all about time. They're very, very aware of time. Now, Western culture is much more skewed to this type of timeline. It's how our society is set up. And if you were to ask someone who's through time to describe a movie, they would tend to describe it chronologically. Now, does that mean that this is hard and fast rules? No. If you are an in-time person, but you work in an industry where if you're not in the door at a certain time, you get fired, you might set up some strategies and systems to get yourself to be on time. So it doesn't necessarily mean that. And it's not your preferred way of operating. It takes some extra systems to put into place in order to keep you on time. Now, timeline therapy is a process of therapy that was created by Tad James, who studied directly under Richard Bandler, one of the co-founders of neuro-linguistic programming. It is a process of active imagination that utilizes the unconscious mind's symbolic representation of time, aka its timeline, to access and neutralize stuck emotions and traumas without having you associate into the actual event or memory itself. The unconscious mind is symbolic. 
And it turns out that when it symbolically resolves something, the ripple effect takes up into conscious awareness and creates a conscious unconscious integration. This allows the conscious mind to very quickly reframe a past trauma, which then creates a state of wholeness and choice. Now, one of the principal doctrines in timeline therapy, aside from being a combination of Ericksonian hypnotic techniques and neurolinguistic programming, there's a lot of information from the work of Fritz Perls in terms of Gestalt therapy. Now, Gestalt is a pattern. So if you've ever seen the movie Inside Out by Pixar, they indicated a Gestalt by showing different colored balls. So all the red ones indicated anger, all the blue ones indicated sadness. When I studied this, we didn't have CGI. And so we think about a gestalt like a string of pearls. Now, your unconscious mind organizes your memories according to time. It also organizes your memories according to linguistics. That's why if I say name 10 things that are blue, you can name 10 things that are blue because it's organized that way as well. And it also organizes your memories emotively by emotion, which is why I can say name 10 things that make you sad. And you can answer that question as well. So if you imagine a gestalt like a string, every single time you feel an emotion, you get a little pearl on that string. And then you feel anger, and you get a little pearl on your anger string. And you feel joy, and you get a little pearl on your joy string. And over the time of your life, you get all these little tiny pearls. Now, you don't remember every single time you felt an emotion, because that would be crazy. What you remember are what we call the significant emotional events. These are those emotionally charged traumas. These are the things that if you think about them now, you can get yourself in the same emotional state as if it was happening again. If you think about something from the past and you can still cry and feel hurt and sad about it now, then that's a significant emotional event. That is an unresolved emotion that got stuck and is standing out on the gestalt. Because when we have this big emotional event happen and it overwhelms our resources, our unconscious mind has this lovely mechanism where it will hide things from us. When you say things like, I put it out of my mind, or I just pushed it out of the way so I can get over things. When you, I just put it out of my mind. Where does it go? It doesn't disappear. It goes unconscious. It goes underground. And because it's important, because it came to you for a reason, every time you do that, your unconscious mind's like, cool, I'll hold on to this for you, but we're going to come back to it. So let me put in a pin. And over the course of our lifetime, we get all these little pins, and these are those significant emotional events or traumas. Now, in traditional trauma therapy, what they have you do is they have you remember these significant emotional events, and they drop you right inside of it, and they say, go ahead and relive it while I walk you through the inevitable freak out you're for sure going to have reliving this horrible moment. That's if you even make it in the door to work on it in the first place. Most of us think that the only option when it comes to resolving past hurts and traumas is to either have to relive it over and over again. The one thing that we would kill to be able to forget to actually have to sit down and face or drink it away, <laughs> push it down, eat it away, get into running, work it out in the gym, whatever we can to avoid it, which doesn't make it go away, just drives it deeper underground. Timeline therapy is option number three for those of us who want to resolve these events without having to relive it. And that's because when we use the timeline, we don't care about the significant emotional events. We only care about the very, very first event. We want to get to when that gestalt was created. And of course, you're not going to have a conscious recollection of this. And so it's symbolic. 
Your unconscious mind doesn't care if it makes sense. If symbolically your unconscious mind placed the root of your sadness, you know, in a past lifetime or a past generation or inside the womb or some other event that you know have no recollection of, we can work with that. And when we do that, it changes the entire framework and perspective of that event. So with timeline therapy, we don't require content. You don't need to go inside the event. We do it symbolically. And in doing so, we clear the entire gestalt. Now, we talked in the past about how you have your essence, the pureness of who you are, that part of you that knows all the best parts of you, the part of you that knows you are worthy, the part of you that knows you are good enough, the part of you that knows you are lovable and deserving and wanted. And then somewhere in the course of our existence with all silly little human beings on our planet, somehow we get this crazy idea that who we are is not enough, that we're not lovable, because somehow who we are is uncomfortable for other people or requires them to make changes that they don't want to change. So instead, they project it out onto us, we project it onto them. We end up with this deep layer of shame that hides our essence, what we call the un, unlovable, not good enough, unworthy, undeserving. Now, this is our deepest, darkest wound. This is the shadow that we all avoid, but that definitely has an impact on our everyday. And when we even start to think we're getting close to it, or when other people think they're getting close to it, or we think other people are coming too close to us, we will hide that layer with anger and with fear. This is where we see depression coming up as we try to repress the anger. This is where we see anxiety coming up. This is where we start to hide who we are from ourselves and feel like we don't know who we are. And therefore, we don't know how to connect with others. Now, if that shame is still seeping up to the surface, we will then hide that anger and that fear and that shame with defense mechanisms, with subpersonalities, with passive aggressive tendencies, with all sorts of little strategies and behaviors. And when that still doesn't quiet the demons in our head, when they still come a knocking because they're supposed to eventually get resolved, that's where addictions come in. Now, most of us work with a outside-in approach to healing, and that's the exposure therapy traditional system. First, we have to deal with the addiction. So we're going to get you off of whatever it is that you're addicted to, and we're going to make sure that that goes away. Now, that's great. That's definitely necessary. When that addiction's gone, now your defenses and your subpersonalities are right at the surface. And then the goal is to work with those until that layer disappears. And then that's great, but now your anger and your fear are right at the surface. And then you work through that until you find your deepest, darkest shame. And then you work through that until you find deep, deep down your essence. It is 100% possible to find healing in this way. It's really hard. It is very uncomfortable. It is not the only option. Timeline therapy is an inside-out approach. It allows rapid conscious-unconscious integration, which excavates a path to your essence. Once you connect in with the wholeness of who you are, once you connect into the part of you that knows the best parts of you, you don't need the shame anymore. You don't need the anger and the fear anymore. You don't need the defenses, the subpersonalities, or addictions anymore, because you know what's down there. Now, in terms of how this all fits into all the realms that we've talked about in the past, by creating a system of conscious-unconscious mind integration, by reconnecting these two parts of the mind, not only does it heal emotional pain and trauma, 
but it also opens you up to the messages from higher self that are always there, but that you can't see when you're stuck in your fear and your anger and your shame. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that learning to work with your unconscious mind and integrate it with your conscious mind is a really nice way to bridge the gap, to start to access the wisdom of your higher self. If you're like, how do I know the difference between my guidance and my fear? How do I tap into my intuition? Your intuition lives in your unconscious mind. And the universe is hilarious. So that's also where you hide all the stuff you don't like about yourself. You want to tune in more to your intuition and tap into your higher self. You need to clear out the little pins and traumas that are festering away in there. Just because they're not in your conscious awareness doesn't mean they're gone. Remember that healing trauma does not have to require an autopsy of your pain. A lot of us think there are only two options. Either I walk through the pain that I desperately want to forget and I go in and out of it, in and out of it, in and out of it for years in therapy trying to fix it, or I push it down and I hide from it. Please know that there is a third option. And remember that using your timeline is a content-free method of shadow work that allows the rapid neutralization of emotions without having to have you relive the past. You lived it once. You don't need to relive the pain again. What you do need is to find the wisdom and the perspective from it. And we can do that without having you go back inside. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. If you are struggling with trauma, if you think that your job is to learn how to live with it, please decide that you want the healing more than you're afraid of it. And that is always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website, through www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. I wanted to say one thing that, that I was thinking about because uh, in one of your diagrams, you had um, past lives connecting with genealogy and going into the womb. So that's kind of the stuff that I study on a different level with the nodals, the nodal axes and the karma that we bring forward into this life. And uh, I find that that's very interesting that uh, that can focus on that because that would be helpful for a lot of people to give them a little bit of a more direction on how to heal that. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that, but I found that very interesting. Thank very you. cool. My pleasure. Very cool. Yeah. Timeline therapy can work with past lives without content. Because I'm a master hypnotherapist, I have people often ask me, you know, can you do past life regression? Can I? Yes. Do I? No. Reliving a trauma of a past life is no more fun than reliving a trauma of this life. And so with exposure therapy, we pop people into traumatic memory. With past life regression, I could potentially pop you into a past life traumatic memory. I don't need to do that to clear it. And I also love the fact that this also clears generational pain, which is something that modern medicine is starting to tap into is the study of epigenetics. And they've done these really interesting studies that I don't love how they do it because I am a, I'm an animal lover. Um, I'm also a nerd. And it's a valid study. And that's how they do it. So they took a white mouse 
and they condition her to be afraid of a certain smell, like cherry blossoms or something. So they pair cherry blossom smell with a non-fatal but unpleasant shock until they get a fear response. And then they breed her and they separate the offspring. And then when the offspring are old enough, they expose them to that smell and they show a fear response, even though they weren't even a glimmer in the mom's eye. And what's really interesting is the next generation, the fear response goes up. And using epigenetics, they have found, I think they've tracked it back right before the pandemic. I read an article and I bookmarked it somewhere and then the pandemic hit and I lost track of where it went. Um, I believe they've tracked back about 10 or 11 generations now of influence. So that fear that you're holding on to might not even be yours. And it makes sense, right? Because like if mama cave woman came out of the cave and like there's a big mountain lion there and the mountain lion's like, and she's like hi katie and attacks her and she almost dies but she manages to barely escape with her life it would behoove her offspring from an evolutionary perspective to be born with a healthy fear of this thing before they've ever had to encounter it so that they don't also have to almost die and it would behoove their offspring to also have that fear and for it to get stronger in case they didn't in their lifetime encounter it so this is a this is a survival and evolutionary mechanism that makes a lot of sense. And epigenetics has found that our beliefs, our memories, what we call our metaprograms, have a big influence over the expression of genes. And timeline therapy allows us to reframe past traumas, whether they're active in this lifetime, someone else's lifetime, or a past lifetime of yours, without you having to relive anything. It's very, very cool. Um, so... How does the pro how does that process actually revolve? It sounds easy, but we know it's not. So do we? I don't. It actually is easy. <laughs> so how in a nutshell, um, do you get someone to that point? So the underlying mechanism utilizes, so timeline therapy, as I said, it was created by Tad James, who's trained through Richard Bandler, who is one of the co-founders of NLP or neuro-linguistic programming, who is Richard Bandler and John Grinder, and they came together. And they formed this model of human behavior and of the subjective experience. And in doing so, they decided they wanted to look at all these people in the industry who were having success. And so they modeled um, Virginia Satir, who is a family therapist that considered the grand dame of family therapy. They looked at Fritz Perls, who was doing gestalt therapy at the time. They looked at Milton Erickson, who was doing conversational hypnosis. And they blended it together and they created this format that uses presuppositional language, which is a neuro-linguistic programming concept. It is what is assumed in speech. It uses Ericksonian hypnosis language patterns. So timeline therapy is a hypnotic technique that is done while you are completely awake and alert. So in a nutshell, it's hypnosis. What is hypnosis? Hypnosis is a natural normal state. You're all in all the time. You're always in trance. The question isn't, can you go into trance? The question is, what trance are you in? When you're telling yourself that you're a terrible person, that's just as much of a hallucination as telling yourself that you're an astronaut if you're not, right? It's based on no actual tangible data. It's a story that's in our head. Who here likes to make up stories in their head about things that they think they know and then they find out they don't know and they drive themselves crazy? Everyone, yeah, right? All of us make up stories in our head and that creates this trance. We've spent very little time in the actual moment. That's what mindfulness is all about. 
So we're always in some sort of a trance. The question is, are you in a trance of the solution to your problems, of your empowerment, or are you in the trance of your problems? Timeline therapy helps move you from one trance into another by using language patterns that are based in neuro-linguistic programming, in gestalt therapy, and in Ericksonian hypnosis. <laughs> that is the mechanism of it. The bummer of timeline therapy is that it is because it works with the unconscious mind primarily and it's so symbolic. It is something that your conscious mind, thinky, thinky self is like, what? It is very much an experiential process. And I always like to joke, welcome to my marketing nightmare. <laughs> right? How do you explain something to people that is by definition experiential process? Think of it like childbirth. I personally have never had any kids. I can know all about developmental psychology because I studied it. I can read all about childbirth. I can watch videos. I can learn everything I can about being a mom. And I've never experienced it. So I'm missing a huge portion of the wisdom that comes along with it. Most of what we learn has to have a knowledge component and then an experience component for us to really get it. Timeline therapy is one of those things. It cannot be fully understood just by thinking about it or understanding it. It can only be fully understood by experiencing it as well, which again, welcome to my marketing nightmare. So the, to answer your question, the mechanism is hypnosis in a way, sort of. <laughs> and that's not going to satisfy your thinking mind because the only way to really get it is to actually experience it. So you were saying epigenetics that it's generational so if you fix it in yourself is it too late to fix it in your kids or will they get the same changes happening somehow it's actually a trippier than that because time mm -hmm. as a linear concept really only exists subjectively in our own minds scientifically space and time are intricately connected to each other and time is considered a fourth dimension. So technically at the quantum level, all time exists now. So when you heal yourself, not only do you heal future generations because you're not going to pass on the trauma, but you also technically heal backwards as well, which is super trippy, but I think super awesome. So it's never too late. It's never too late. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.liveunbroken.com 
L-I-F-E-U-N-B-R-O-K-E-N.com backslash circle C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.